0: Studios. This is the award-winning After 9 with Scott
1: and Kat. Powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it.
0: Happy motherfucking Friday.
1: There it is. And
0: two weeks till Christmas Eve today.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I can't wait because we need a vacation. I think everybody does. Everybody's all wound up. And and shit like today probably doesn't help, but at 2 o'clock, the premier is going to make an announcement along with the health minister and the chief medical officer, Dr. Kieran Funmore, to announce some changes <laughs> to Ontario's pandemic response and opening plan.
0: Imagine he was actually Santa Claus and we didn't even know. You'd never know.
1: Reports say Ford will announce he's withdrawing his plan to end the vaccine passports in mid-January. Yeah. Fuck you, Doug! <laughs> I don't... I, I get that there's some people who think... It was too soon to announce that. I appreciated it personally, mm-hmm. w- knowing roughly what the timeline was. Yeah, But I mean, I don't know that anybody actually believed that, did they?
0: I certainly did not. Like, I really didn't believe it. Uh, sure, there was potential, right? You could say that there was small potential, and this is before Omicron and blah-da-da-da. Da, da. You could say there's potential for it to maybe be a thing. But it did did raise a lot of questions anyway. Like, a lot of questions of okay, so what happens with this booster shot and the QR code and all the other shit that we probably need and what, what happens to it? It just goes away, like it disappears and people are just going to act like it never happened. I knew that they're going to keep this in place for longer. Anyway, I did.
1: Yeah, I mean, if there was no Omicron and the numbers had kept going down, then it would have been perfectly reasonable to suggest we could probably take that step in certain settings mm-hmm. starting in the middle of January. But we've got this new variant. What I don't understand is, like, do they not get the news at Queen's Park and at the science advisory table? Because what's happening doesn't seem to equal what's actually going on. I mean, when you hear from uh, the World Health Organization, like we talked about yesterday, saying it appears that people who get it really just get a mild infection. Why would we do anything differently if that's the case?
0: I know. Like we said yesterday, and... the more that I'm that I'm hearing about it and that we're learning about it and all the updates about it really does say just that. So why do we need to be scared?
1: Yeah. I, Are I, we scared? I i don't feel scared. Uh, this one? No. I mean, Delta, yeah, once we learned what sure. we learned, that was a little freaky. Sure. But this one, I don't know that we need to even have the conversation about lockdowns and all the other sort of shit that's just sort of stewing in the media. Uh, Ford will also announce that anyone who is using proof of vaccination will need to use the QR code version. Well, that makes it a lot more difficult to counterfeit it. And we Mm -hmm. know that there was people doing that. Mm -hmm. That's uh, even for the businesses that are checking because there's some that aren't.
0: That's the thing is how many have actually scanned your QR code? Because I had, mm, I I think, two out of maybe six. Six to seven times, I've had it scanned. Yeah, I'm the about t- the same. Yeah, they, the other times they just glance at it. Well, you can tell by looking it.
1: at someone if they're vaxxed.
0: You can tell. Yeah, <laughs> we have a glo- There's a certain glow to us, isn't there? I don't know what color it is, but there's a glow, like a weird purpley orange glow or something. Something no. radioactive. No, what what, you
1: know, what shade of green is that? But
0: I don't I don't know if are they supposed to. When I say they, I mean businesses are ever that that require
1: you to be vaxxed. Are they supposed to be scanning they're s- that? They're supposed to scan the QR right, code. Right. And they're, uh, some of them are, some of them aren't. And and that's fine. I mean, if they get caught, not, they'll get a warning. And if they get caught, not again, they'll get a fine. And that's up to them if they want to do that. But I mean, let's be honest. Business owners are very similar to the general public. And it seems like, and this is anecdotal, but it seems like there's more and more people asking, what exactly is the point of the VAX passports if anybody can catch it or spread it? And I don't know how to answer that question for you. I really don't. I don't know the answer. I don't know why the science advisors uh, haven't acknowledged that, but we know that that's true. So if you can catch it and spread it, vaxxed or unvaxed, there's some people who think it's silly to require them. Uh, I don't think that it's going to make the situation any worse requiring it, but I don't know that it's actually helping. And let's keep in mind, I mean, with these numbers, what was there, 1,400 today? It was our biggest number since May. 1,400 cases today. I don't think they're all coming from private gatherings. There's going to be some from travel, but Mm -hmm. for the most part... You can't really go anywhere unless you're vaccinated, including to work yeah. in a lot of cases. Yeah. So that has to be vaccinated people. Well, at least half of them are, according sure. to the stats.
0: And and likely mild because hospitalization isn't too too wacky. Or am I wrong there? Because Did, I didn't see today's numbers in terms of hospitalization. Is it getting
1: worse or is it about the same? I mean, it seems to be about consistent. We've had yeah. fairly consistent numbers. Yeah. And, and hey, if the numbers stay consistent and, and we're in this spot, okay, I, just like I said, Omicron sucking. doesn't really freak me out that much. I, I don't know why we're making such a big I mean, deal of it.
0: I say, not that it matters what I say, but I say we just keep on trucking along, doing what we're doing. And I think we're doing okay. And it's if you catch it, it's mild, and, and let's hope there's no long-term effects. But like we mentioned before, we don't know the long-term effects of anything at this point because <laughs> uh-huh. it hasn't been around long-term. We should mention um, Dave's absence.
1: Oh, we will. First off, you okay. asked about uh, the hospital Oh, numbers. yes, please. So... Two days ago there was 165 people in the ICU. Uh-huh. Yesterday, 155. Today, 155.
0: Okay, so about consistent, uh, right around consistent.
1: Right. By the way, uh two days ago the hospitalizations were at 340. Oh. Today the hospitalizations are at 309.
0: Uh, see? So that for me is what I'm looking at. And I know the case number can can make a lot of people freak out. That's usually like the topic of conversation when you talk about. COVID right now is, oh, case numbers are going up. Yeah, let's look at the hospital numbers, though, because we know what's mild and what's severe, and, and we know now that Omicron isn't so bad. It's mild. nobody Not that you want to catch it. I'm just saying that it's mild. Well, you know, I don't know. Like, I'm just looking at hospitals and making sure the workers are okay. You know, are you good? You good? Then I think we can carry on doing what we're doing, and we don't need to make any changes.
1: Right. So far, there are no changes to the school year. Apparently, the premier is not going to announce anything there, and it's unclear, although believed he will not... Announce further restrictions for businesses. Mm. Good. Yeah. Good, good,
0: good. Yeah, nobody needs to do that.
1: We yeah. don't need to do Everybody's that right because, now. Just
0: because everyone is being safe and doing what they're supposed to do. There's not a lot of cases that I've heard of anyway where businesses aren't doing things right. They're going above and beyond. So they should remain open. This is the busiest time for them, too. Let them let them get some money in in the door. We know January and February things tend to die off a little bit anyway for, for money spending across the board. So... Allow those businesses to do what they got to do. I'm glad there's no changes made. And let's try to keep it up in January, February and keep well, numbers down and, and, and keep up our, you know, safety protocols and we'll be fine. We'll get through it.
1: If you work from home, which many people did during the pandemic, do you have a commute? Even if it's just walking to your desk downstairs from your bedroom upstairs, are you a commuter? Mm -mm. If you're working from home.
0: I wouldn't call it a commute. I would say you have a a few steps to move, but it's not a commute.
1: A court in Germany may have just redefined what it means to commute cat. A guy there recently rolled out of bed, walked downstairs to his desk to start his work day. But he tripped on the stairs and broke his back. (gasps) That's horrible. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. Well, he filed an insurance claim through work. That said, he was technically commuting. Even though the commute didn't involve roads or highways, he was going from his bed to his desk. The court agreed with him. They said that was a commute. So I guess the employer's insurance is going to have to cover this. I don't know what you can do to mitigate that. This is a guy. I don't know. Was he drunk? Is he naturally clumsy? Is he top-heavy, bottom-heavy? Was there a dog there that he tripped over, a toy on the stairs? What happened? How how can work be responsible for what happens in your own home?
0: Thank you. How can work? Because work can't control what happens in your home. Much like, in my opinion, work also can't control what happens on your in-car commute either. They're not in control of... Somebody, uh, a tire flying off and, and you're stuck and whatever the case might be. They're not in control of any of that. To me, it's like when you, once you get into the front doors or even on your way in, once you get out of your car, once you maybe enter their property zone, that's what they're in control of. Otherwise, there's no control there on their side. So this surprises me.
1: Let's go to San Diego now. Cat, a couple got married in 2011. They stayed married for a number of years, but they decided in 2019 that they were going to call it off. No more marriage. I had enough of your face. <laughs> I don't know if that's what it sounded like in my head. That's, that's what good. it sounded like. Yeah. I don't like you anymore.
0: I don't want to see you.
1: They'd both had some issues with alcohol, and that definitely put a strain on their marriage, they say. But when they decided they were going to separate and get themselves clean, they decided to enlist a little bit of help. And this is a great endorsement for the work that trained professionals can do. They brought in a counselor to help them figure out the co-parenting situation, figure out how they're going to raise the kids, common messaging and consistency in the rules and how to make it easy on the kids. They decided in going through this co-parenting process and trying to coexist as a a split four-person family, They don't actually dislike each other that much. In fact, they could probably make it work, Kat. Get
0: out of town after all that.
1: They were married for eight years, split up, and after a year of just working with a professional, thinking about their lives and their futures and their kids and their kids' futures, they decided, you know what? This was a bad decision. We're going to stay together. Here's the problem. Divorce is extremely expensive. (laughs) And even if you say you want to get divorced... Whether you actually divorce or not doesn't matter. Yeah. The lawyers still get paid. Between the two of them, they have $100,000 US in divorce fees for a divorce they don't even want anymore. Oh,
0: no. But it's true. Their hours are their hours. Like The lawyers took the time to file the paperwork and whatever they had to do. <laughs> or and their articling the students or-
1: did. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's the, yeah, no doubt. And now they still owe the money even though they're going to stay together. So do they... Do they go ahead and stay together and just pay that off or do they just say, you know what, let's just continue on with the process because we already paid so much and we'll just live together and, and, and act like we're married, but we're not legally married because we already paid all this money to not be married.
1: They say they don't regret anything because it eventually led them back together uh-huh. and they feel like now there's nothing their relationship can't survive. But they admit it's going to take a long time to pay off $100,000 in legal fees.
0: That's that's silly. I could see them doing like a GoFundMe or something like that. I feel like people who love love, and there's a lot of people who love love, will hear that story and be like, you know what, I'll help you out. And they'll give a little bit of money. They can make some money off of this, actually. They could probably make some on top of the 100000 that they already owe their
1: lawyers. Okay, legit. I think that if they started a GoFundMe, they'd get the hundred grand and more. Yeah. People love a yeah. love story. And if you think about it, this is kind of a love story.
0: You could make a movie out of This could be a Hallmark movie. 100%. Yes. This could be a Hallmark movie, especially if you did it right around Christmas time, because I'm very much into the Christmas Hallmark stuff right now on W Network right on. I think this would make a great movie. Maybe somebody should buy the story, AKA give them $100,000 so that they could pay the legal fees so that they could have that story for themselves. That Everybody would win.
1: Everybody would win. Everybody would win.
0: But- so, the, I mean, the cost of counseling is not is not that high. I think next time they'd probably go that route.
1: Yeah, maybe like, mediation would have been a good op, yeah. uh, a, a good idea here. Now,
0: and you mentioned sober, so they obviously had some some issues with uh, alcohol, drugs, whatever it was. It was
1: alcohol. Yeah. yeah.
0: So that adds fuel to the fire. But you know, maybe a little bit of something like that would have gone a long way. But here we are now, everybody. That's uh, Well, I think they're going to end up making some money. I really do.
1: Would you take an anti-aging pill?
0: I need so much more
1: information. Well, we're taking all kinds of shit these days without even knowing really what's in it or how it <laughs> works or what the long-term side effects are. So fuck it. Why not? Let's do it.
0: <laughs> so you're telling me like a guy from... the the matrix just was like, take the pill. <laughs> yes. Do I just take it? Um. Yeah, I mean, no, it sounds lovely, but I, I, again, I have more questions. I got
1: some pills here in my jacket. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going <laughs> to, you, you try one. No, no, no. Just no, tell no, me no, how no. you feel later. Like,
0: generally speaking, I don't do that. I won't just take a pill unless I know what's inside of it. Why? Are they, say, are they saying this is happening?
1: It. Uh, two things here. A new stem cell therapy, they say, is highly likely to eventually turn into a cure for type 1 diabetes. Okay, that's great. The same research team, albeit a different set of researchers on that team, have also been developing an anti-aging pill that they say works on mice. It boosted their overall lifespan by 9%. Oh, Take a pill and add like, I don't know, seven, eight years onto your life. That's kind of an interesting proposition.
0: Yeah, I'm the type that's always like, you go first and then I will follow. So I would probably be that person that said, you go first and I will follow and make sure there's no adverse side effects for humans.
1: (laughs) So you think that if you can find a way using technology, using science... That you could outlive whatever your initial lifespan was going to be, whatever your plan on this earth was, Mm -hmm. you could cheat death basically, and buy yourself a few extra years by taking this pill. How much is that pill worth to you?
0: Oh man, that's a good question. Would you pay ten grand? But here's the question: I mean, you say it's anti-aging. Is it anti-aging in terms of all those things you mentioned—more energy, higher—all of a sudden, I feel like I'm seven years younger. But I still die at the same time? Or is this does this have a potential to make me live seven years longer? That's the question.
1: Okay, so they say they tested it out on elderly rodents with a grape seed extract, increased it increased the remaining time by more than sixty percent. It boosted overall lifespan by nine percent, which would be equivalent to more than a decade wow. in human years. Corresponding author, Dr. Yu Sun, says the plant chemical has a high potential as a clinical intervention to delay, alleviate, and even prevent illnesses. The flavonoid, known as PCC1, flushes out zombie or senescent cells that have stopped dividing. These aging cells accumulate naturally as people get older and release chemicals that cause inflammation.
0: Mm, you know,
1: so if it keeps your body young, and you keep your brain young. I imagine there's probably something to this. It's it's going to be expensive, you know. And this is oh fuck, <laughs> it's going to be really expensive.
0: <laughs> like to put it lightly, but here's the problem: is now you're going to have what are they like the rich, the rich, the super rich? Because this is this is like a million dollar pill. Would you say like if you had to put a price point on it, what would you say to me? That's like a million dollar pill. Like I'd never be able to 10 afford years? it. Years. Yeah, I'd never be able to afford it. It's a million dollar pill.
1: I'd never be able to afford it either. But I mean, people are putting up huge money to go into a fucking rocket and go into space and just circle around for a couple of so minutes I mean. and then like, come back. That's
0: what I mean. So those people who are already rich are going to be able to get their hands on. Let's say this is a real thing. Let's say this is drops today and it's a million dollars for a pill. So the average people per, person can't have it. The rich people will take it and it'll become a problem. It would become a problem though. It would become a problem for many different reasons. The drug company behind it would become like way surpass anybody else
1: yeah whoever the head of the drug company is is the new president of the united states
0: that's the thing like right off the bat all those rich lists boom they're at the top they're at the very very top i don't even know who it is it's it's gonna screw the rest of us over though because if there ever became a pill like that would i do it i mean if there's a way to mortgage it kind of like you mortgage your house which goes for an average of a million dollars now anyway for 10 years yeah i mean you'd be poor like i'd be fucking poor
1: but, but i would accept- live longer.
0: <laughs> but I'd live longer. You so could do you want longer live-
1: years of poverty?
0: So do you want to live longer with less money is the question? Or do you want to live a bit of a fuller life in terms of being financially stable, but you're not going to last as long? I almost would invest that money for my kids. That's my answer.
1: I want a f- bit more information.
0: Well, I, I need a f- shit ton of information.
1: Like I want to know. Okay, listen, here's the deal. Before we sell you this pill, we can look into the future. And we figured out that at 71 years old, you're going to get killed by a family of otters. <laughs> and then I might think to myself, oh, I don't want to die by otter. It can happen. Not at 70. You know what? I'll pay the money. Make it 80. And then I might make it to 80. And then the other, I just want to know how am I going to go and when. And then I'll decide if those extra 10 years are good. Oh, uh, we're never like, going
0: to find that out though. If
1: it says you're going to live till 85. I'm good at 85. I don't know if I need it's those extra great. 10 years. So that might be a poor investment.
0: Does this pill... See, and this is where all the questions... We got many questions. Let's say I find out I have uh, an illness that's going to have me... Oh, here, you know what? I'll throw one out there that's a real thing. Um, Alzheimer's runs in my family. Sure. So let's say in my mind, I know, fuck, by the time I hit 70, if I'm lucky, my brain's going to start to go. I'm not going to know where I am. Does this pill have the ability to to stop that? Or... At least, I don't know. Diminish it a little bit. Like, are they showing any results with that? Are well, they are they giving this to people who maybe or people? I shouldn't say people. Mice that may have a tumor, for example, is it going to help in that way? Because if I'm going to go ahead and spend a million dollars, but boom. I'm off my fucking rocker here. Like, my brain's mush, but I'm alive. Like, fuck that. I don't want to be.
1: Yeah, I don't know the answer to that, Kat, but I would like to know also what the insurance on this is. If I pay the million dollars to get this pill that's going to buy me another decade, well, what happens if if I fall off the curb and get run over (laughs) by a bus? I just wasted a million fucking dollars.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Does your family at least maybe get half the money back or there's got to be something in play there or is it a too bad so sad you shouldn't have fallen off the curb you (laughs) fucking idiot is that how it goes oh you got
1: clumsy and fell off Mm, a curb did you oh that's
0: horrible attacked by otters nah fuck.
1: that is an interesting way to go though yeah we just talked about that the other day and it's been on my mind ever since I'll never look at an otter those vicious (laughs) vicious creatures of the sea ever again
0: I still think they're cute
1: let's go to Florida for a second here I think we've all heard stories in fact there's songs about it how you get back at an ex that's cheating on you what do you do well you could dig your key into the side of their pretty little souped up four wheel drive carve your name into their leather seats you could do that and I think that's where this woman got the inspiration this is wild the woman's name is Patsy and Patsy lives in Florida she flipped out on her ex and his new girlfriend. She drove to his place. The girlfriend was there. And she decided, I'm going to vandalize these cars.
0: Oh, snap. Carrie, Carrie Underwood style.
1: Totally. Can. Yeah. She crashed her car into his car. So that was the first thing. We got ourselves a, a collision here. Oh, shit. She had oil, which she poured all over the air vents. Oh, that's awful. She wrote things like, he loves kinky sex and womanizer in pink lipstick on the windows.
0: Oh, snap. Words. Words hurt.
1: She also spelled womanizer, W-O-M-I-N-Z-E-R. And kinky was also spelled wrong. Uh, uh, Never mind. Eh, Whatever. The spelling, we can grade that at a different time. Well, then Patsy went over to the girlfriend's car. She poured oil all over that, too. She even went and found a dead raccoon and left it on the hood of the car. What the fuck did she procure a dead raccoon? I don't know. Like, How long do you walk through the forest before you find a dead raccoon?
0: <laughs> Maybe on her way there, before she rammed her car into it, she found one. She put it in her
1: trunk. <laughs> Across the windshield, she wrote slut in oh. pink lipstick. Oh, shit. It was a BMW, and they say because of the oil and, and so on that the car is a loss. They're going to have to it's write a it off. Write it off? Yes. It's, damage oil? is too bad. Wow. Now, here's the detail that I've left out until now. As Patsy here was crashing into cars and writing on them and pouring oil all over them, she probably has to be careful because she's fairly old. Patsy's a seventy-six-year-old woman. She's oh. almost eighty, and oh involved in this God. love triangle where she's vandalizing people's cars. What?
0: The sh- Okay, so she's at the point where she's like, "There's no, there's no one million-dollar pill to make me live ten years longer. You just wasted some of my fucking time. Fuck you."
1: She's going out in a blaze of glory. <laughs> Patsy's a no-fucking-around kind of woman.
0: Holy shit! And when when you say Patsy, we should all clicked into that. Patsy. Patsy! You, you don't see savage. a lot of Patsy's
1: these days, dude. You? you
0: are savage, but so's her boyfriend. I mean, cheating at that age too. Like, I mean, come on, dude, really. Well,
1: I mean, this was an interesting opportunity. You see, while Patsy is coming up on 80, her boyfriend is 74. Oh, young young thing. Nah, he went for the younger woman. Oh, did he? Like so many guys oh, do. Come on. Yeah, his new girlfriend, Spring Chicken, at age sixty-four.
0: Oh shit. <laughs>
1: How did that go? Was she like, you know what? I'm a hot, sexy, 64-year-old. Why don't you leave your 76-year-old girl and be with me? I'm just picturing this nearly 80-year-old woman
0: with a dead raccoon (laughs) and a can of oil.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And it's the best. It's the best. Patsy, you go, girl. What do you do if you walk out your front door and you see three elderly people going at it in the fucking parking lot? (laughs)
0: Fuck you. It's like... It's like a scene from like grumpy old men. That's really what it is. This is li- literally it's like a little bit close to grumpy old men.
1: Ah, uh, that's fucked up, cat. Oh
0: man, that's a great story. Mhm, mhm. Like at that point too, by the way, if you are gonna charge this woman, are you just like, ah, you know what? You're old. Like fuck it, just go back home. <laughs> <laughs> go
1: back home. Just don't do it again, okay? <laughs> Jesus, Patsy. That's great. Okay. Uh, Let's talk about A little more About the inevitable end I don't know why So many death things Came up on Friday But this one's actually Kind of fun Uh, A YouTuber Calculated the odds Of various ways That you will die And it's fairly compelling Have you ever been worried About getting hit By space debris? Worried? No I've thought about it But I haven't been Worried about it You're not worried That you're gonna be Laying in bed one day And then just out of nowhere Boom! (laughs) Fucking asteroid crashes right through the roof and lands right in the bed beside you.
0: I've had lots of worries about what might happen in the middle of the night, but an asteroid has never been one of them. That's one of the nicer things that I would think about.
1: Take it seriously, because there's a 1 in 21 billion chance that that could happen. One in two, whoa, okay. One in 21 oh, billion. Who's calculated, sorry, who calculated this? He's a YouTuber, he's a math guy. Okay. And he's calculating probability yeah. and he actually decided to work out the probability of various things killing you.
0: It's interesting. There are people who do that for a living. They're risk assessors, right? And they, they assess risk for usually insurance companies and things like that to decide how much money they would give out for certain scenarios. That's a new one. Okay, what have, else?
1: Have you ever had a close encounter with a vending machine? Like you wanted chips and thought you were going to die?
0: <laughs> no, no, I've never. I mean, I've, I've been there before where I was that person who tried to cheat. And in high school, I tried to reach my hand up in the vending machine. But I always wondered, what if my hand got caught? Yeah, uh, that always freaked me out. I didn't I never thought about death, but I thought about getting my hand caught.
1: Yeah, there is a one in three and a half. Sorry, a one in 125 million chance that you will be killed by a vending machine. Be fucking careful the next okay. time you're hungry, cat. Okay. There's a 1 in 100 million chance that you could die while playing video games.
0: How how do you die? How do you die playing video games?
1: They say the most common cause is exhaustion. Oh.
0: When you're that
1: into the game that you forget to eat or sleep, you, you, forget you just keep on to, yes, going. Yes,
0: and you forget to even drink a sip of water. I mean, and then you pass out, next thing you know you're dead. Careful, guys. Next time you're playing your halos and shit
1: well just press x and respawn
0: (laughs) you'll be fine just press x you lost me now i don't know
1: oh respawn i don't you just come back to life you just get a new character i don't i don't
0: know i know gta like i could do gta all day or mario kart that's where i that's where it ends for me
1: what do you think you've got a better chance at uh being killed by an alligator or a shark
0: I think I have a better...
1: You are a 0% chance because you won't go near the water.
0: I don't like the sea, the sea freaks. There's too much shit. Like, what's even in there? We don't even know. We don't even know what's in the ocean. Like, we know, like, I bet you, like, 20% of what's in there. We don't fucking know. That Send scares- Jeff
1: Bezos down in his rocket. I'm going Let him go to- look and explore the bottom of the ocean.
0: James Cameron did it. He went down to the bottom of the Mariana's Trench and stuff like that. Great. I'm glad there's some crazy-ass people like that doing it. I would never... And I love, like, the Titanic, for example. Just to give you an example of how much I hate the sea. I still, if you told me like, you can take this down to see the Titanic wreck, that would be, that's a dream for me, but I think my fear would get in the way. That's really? how much I hate the sea. So my answer is, fuck sharks. <laughs> I wouldn't be near them anyway. It's not even fuck sharks. I think that they're fine, but I'm not going in, in, near the sea. So I'm going to say I'm more likely to be killed by an alligator.
1: You have a one in three million chance of being killed by an alligator, mm-hmm. a one in eight million mm. chance of being killed by a shark. Good. Very good. There's a 1 in 340,000 chance that you could be killed by fireworks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, that I can see. You've you've seen you've seen fireworks go off in the wrong ways. Like we, you see those viral videos now and again where it's like, "Oh shit, a rogue firework." "Pew pew pew." Or like a fireworks uh <laughs> truck just goes off. Bow. That's scary shit. That's scary shit. That's way more likely to happen. That's why I stay away from firework trucks.
1: It's a projectile. It stay is. away from it. It's a missile. It's not it's, a missile. Okay,
0: all right. Oh, I exaggerate. It's not a missile. It's not
1: a fucking missile. What it's, are you talking it's, it's
0: about? It's not a missile. It feels like a missile to me sometimes. <laughs> uh,
1: people have a fear of flying. Do they not? Many do? Many. The chances of you being in an airplane accident yeah. are one in 188,000.
0: Mm, I don't, I mean, I don't like that.
1: You've I got about a 10 <laughs> times better chance of being in a plane crash than you do of being killed by an alligator.
0: Yeah, I, I don't like that stat.
1: Cause there's a chance. Cause
0: there's a chance. It's, it's not a, like, I was hoping you'd say more like millions. It's, it's in the hundred thousands. That's not
1: good. No, the, Oh, here, let's make it even more close to home. You have a one in 1800 chance of dying by falling down the stairs. <laughs> you'd have to take a real fucking Aww. header to die <laughs> falling down the stairs. I mean, I don't think we're talking about the CN tower here. Oh, no. I think we're talking about going from your bedroom down to your desks downstairs. Yeah. Well, actually, there was that guy earlier that broke his fucking back. He Maybe did. there's something to that.
0: And breaking your back, like, sometimes that's that shit's pain. That stays with you for life. That's a for-life situation. You're never going to fully recover. Stairs are freaky.
1: There's a 1 in 794 chance that you'll die in the act of having sex. 1 in It's seven- not a horrible story to tell. I mean, if it actually happens, I know you're gone and you can't talk about it, but... People will know. One in what? Read that again. One in 794. That's, that's the, your odds are pretty good. I check my pulse every time.
0: Honestly. And heart, <laughs> I was going to say heart attack, Honey, right? I need to
1: keep the Apple watch on.
0: It's, it's good. It's good. And beep, 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 get the fuck off me. <laughs> oh
1: shit. Get off me, bitch.
0: <laughs> Not today. No, Satan. Not today. Um, Question. Yeah, It's heart attacks, right? Though, for real, it's heart attacks. Is, I, that, the, is that the leading cause of de- sex death or is it like a little choky-choky?
1: Uh, so I'm, I'm thinking it's a, uh, you're doing some amorous activities there and, so? and uh, maybe it goes a little too far. That's oh, a possibility. Yeah. You know, yeah, there's some yeah, people that yeah, like yeah. to be choked, for example. Yeah. That could go wrong. Yes, there are. There's a possibility, I suppose, that your heart could just plain go out. Okay. I mean, that happens too. Maybe. You got yourself into a weird situation like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, let's go and do it at the the beach. And then a fucking alligator comes out of nowhere and we've hit two for one on this oh, one. Oh,
0: boom. <laughs> Actually, that would be kind of funny. Do they, do they die because of sex if they have sex on a beach and an alligator comes up and kills them? Is it the sex that killed them or the alligator? I mean, the alligator, but also the sex. I think it's a
1: little of column A and a little <laughs>
0: of column B. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> You're an anomaly.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know anybody who's ever died from having sex, but no. we've certainly heard the stories and Yeah. What about the other person? Then what do you do?
0: That's a horrible scenario. Can and it, you it's imagine? a real life thing. I mean, you mentioned the numbers. That's no joke. That's people that have been taken from their homes in a like dead in a stretcher and the other the person on the other end at one point was like "Hello? <laughs> Is
1: this thing on?" Like
0: on like like, <laughs> like hello? And that's it that would that would be fucked. Yep. Like imagine
1: Oh, I totally imagine. It does happen. It does happen.
0: Because that's a real life thing.
1: It is certainly a real life thing, Kat. And that's why it made the list.
0: I mean, like a lot of people listening would say that's not the worst way to go out. I know that. But uh, it's not fun for the other person. You just gave it to me in a different perspective there. That's not fun for the other person at all.
1: No, I get that. But there's other ways that it can happen. It's not just...
0: Something well, if goes too
1: far, or if you, you were had a the one heart that attack, choked them
0: with a belt or something. Yeah, of course you might be. You might have murdered them.
1: I don't know. Where are these people that didn't call the doctor after their erection lasted more than three hours? <laughs> I imagine that probably didn't end well either. Are they included in this survey? Yeah, yeah. Doctor, I took like fucking fifty five Viagra. Now I can touch my nose with my dick, but my heart is stopping.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we have a problem. <laughs>
1: A uh, TikTok user, her name is Sierra, reveals how she recently met a flight attendant who spilled the beans on how to get upgraded to first class. This is really hit and miss, by the way. Sometimes these TikTok hacks are brilliant and some of them are stupid. So let's find out together if this is a good one. She says, I was like, what are the tips? What are the tricks? What's the insider scoop? How do I get upgraded to first class? The flight attendant said, You need to look nice on every single flight. When you check in, they will mark you as suitable for upgrade if you look nice and presentable, only if you look nice. If you look like, and these are her words, a piece of garbage, you're never going to get upgraded. The flight attendant said they'll upgrade you regardless of your status. If you've never flown the airline before, even if you've never flown the airline before, just because you look good. Oh. So if you show up at the airport, you're in a suit, you got your 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 tote bag or whatever the fuck it is you carry your notes in, you got your laptop and you're, you're a business person, you're ready to go, they're more likely to upgrade you than somebody who rolls in and sweats with one of those blow-up pillows under their arm.
0: With like a messy bun and just like st- sleep still in your eyes and shit like that. Uh-huh. Okay, here's, is there... S- Okay, is it more to just the look? Is there something to, hey, I'm going to upgrade that person because they look like they're well put together. Perhaps they have the money to actually purchase airline tickets at this price point going forward if they get a little taste. Is there something to that? Because if I give you a free sample of something, for example, Uh and I know you've got some money, maybe you would be interested in buying it as a subscription. I don't know what, <laughs> what I'm talking about, but a subscription of some kind. And I'm like, here, Scott, try it free. Aren't you more, you're all of a sudden way more likely to actually be like, yeah, I'm going to do that from now on because I had the chance to try it. So isn't this kind of the same thing? But they're looking at you going, you probably have money. And you, they make an assumption, by the way. There's a lot of slobby looking people that are very rich.
1: Absolutely. So I think
0: that's a, that's a mistake. Don't get me wrong. But maybe there's something to that. Maybe they say, they're profiling you.
1: Well... The last time I got an upgrade, it was not the last flight. I took the one before that. And I never pay for business class. If work's paying for it, by all means, I'll take it. But I never go out of my way when I'm booking the flight to do it. So I was hoping for an upgrade. But to be honest with you, I was just happy to be traveling. So the last time I went, I was up in the Air Canada lounge, probably a little longer than I should have been. I love that lounge. Oh, it's fantastic. And I came downstairs because right at the bottom of the elevator... Actually, I rode the elevator with Bob McKenzie from TSN. We nice. were both up there. It was great.
0: He's got a margarita coming out. We should try to get him on the podcast to talk about his margarita.
1: Bobby? Yeah. Well, he has a yeah. margarita I'll, I'll
0: reach out to him and see if he wants to chat with us about it. Yes. It's in Alberta now, and it's coming to Ontario in January. Oh. I love In a Bob. can. In a fucking can. He's brilliant.
1: But he's a wine drinker. Like, he's oh. a real wine drinker. He... he is an aficionado
0: he's a margarita guy now
1: interesting whatever pays the bills yeah (laughs) sure (laughs) in any case uh i just come down the elevator and i was with bob and and he went and he just walked right on because he had a first class ticket um and and i said to them how long do you figure until we're actually like ready to close the door and go because if we're still a Mm while away i'm going to go back up to the air canada lounge and the the person there working the desk said what were you doing in the Air Canada lounge? Well, I was having a few glasses of red wine because you guys don't have edibles out. So I was just having a few drinks. She said, oh, okay. All right. Tell you what, give me your, seat, uh, your, your boarding pass. I gave it to her. She handed me back a new one, second row, window seat, full first class. Decent. She came over with a bottle of red wine. As soon as I sat down and said, it was red wine you liked, right? I said, yes, it was. She poured me a glass and I think I saw that girl again, maybe 30 seconds after we went wheels up. She was right on top of it. Let me get you a refill. It was an amazing experience that I didn't ask for, but God, did I ever appreciate having yeah. it. That's incredible. I can't even remember why I was in the, oh, I was flying with my dad and he's a member. Oh,
0: of course <laughs> he is.
1: A member he- and proud
0: he knows everybody. He gets his, he gets that.
1: That guy flashes his Air Jeez. Canada Club membership like a cop flashes his badge. <laughs> don't blame.
0: I don't blame him. It's amazing. My brother's also. I'm not a member, just to be clear. My brother is, and it's incredible. If you guys have it, unlimited, first of all, bottomless drinks. I mean, that's what people talk about the most. Yep. But the but the spread now it's a lot different than it used to be. Right. Sure. Like there used, used to, be to be like a buffet. Yeah. Well, and it used to be buffet style. Just like you went up and you took what you, whatever you wanted and the drinks, it was same thing, bottles of whatever you wanted. And now it's more like they'll pour it for you. So you kind of feel a little more embarrassed about going up for the sixth or seventh time. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit different yeah. <laughs> in that way. And buffet style is a little bit different the way they do it. They're doing the stuff for you. And it's not really pick yourself, but my God, it's, it's comfortable and it's lovely. More people should experience it for free. For free? Yeah, for free. Just because. Just because.
1: I think my dad had a companion ticket, and that's why yeah. I got in. Maybe yeah. he paid for it. I never I never even asked. I know that when we landed, we uh, <laughs> we had a meeting in Charlotte. I know that when we landed, we were trying to figure out what we were going to do because we had a rental car booked, and neither of us was in any position to drive. Oh, no. So when we woke up the next morning and tried to figure out how the hell we got to the hotel, then we had to figure out how the hell to get back to the airport to get the rental car that we never picked oh, up. <laughs>
0: the predicament i'm glad you guys got there safely though
1: you should travel with him sometime it's a trip i'll tell you that i would (laughs) uh what are you doing this weekend
0: that's a good question i two uh, weeks to
1: go before christmas and you're done everything i'm
0: pretty well done way to
1: suck the fun out of it
0: no i have got a couple of little things that i gotta do i still don't have kitchen countertops by the way really yeah they're well it takes like a week i guess out from when he measured and he measured like a week ago today so i think i'm not gonna get them till like monday tuesday
1: yeah
0: which is kind of a pain in the ass because without countertops, I have no sink or no dishwasher or no uh, like cooktop. So that's fine. But I'll navigate around that this weekend. I'm actually, I have had so many things going on this past couple of weekends. So I'm really happy to say that I don't have much in terms of plans. And I'm excited about that.
1: Fantastic. Yeah. Well, the winds are going to be crazy up to 90 kilometers an hour. And the temperature is going to fluctuate wildly. Uh, seven degrees today, rising to 11 tonight. Before it cools down overnight, and then up to 14 tomorrow. Before we get three on Sunday, and again those winds, all because it's going to go from cold oh, to hot boy. to warm yeah. to very cold all at once. Have yourselves a fantastic weekend, everybody. Did we ever explain why no, Dave wasn't here? No, I Dave's, almost totally uh, forgot. Really,
0: all, all it, Dave's not feeling. Dave's under the weather, and we appreciate that he stayed at home today when he's not feeling so great. He has, and it's to. not COVID.
1: No, we it's should not. make that
0: clear that it's not COVID, but he's not feeling good. His voice, I noticed yesterday we had a big meeting yesterday and I noticed his voice was a little bit
1: out. Well, I'm glad you said that, that it's not COVID because there's something going around right now that's not COVID. Yeah. There's a lot of people that are sick and it's, I, I, it seems to be achy, maybe a runny nose, a little headachy, all those common COVID symptoms but it's not COVID. I mean, people mm-hmm. that have this are going to get tested and even the lab will say, every other person that comes in here has got what you've got. And yeah. if it's not COVID, don't be surprised.
0: There's something else
1: going around. But what is it? And when do we get inoculated against <laughs> that? Give me two shots. Stack. <laughs> back to back. I don't even know what this is, but no, God damn it, I there don't. better be a booster at some point for it. Heaven forbid it's just a cold that we need to just get
0: through suck up but here we are anyway that's why he is uh absent maybe we'll try to get him in for like a bonus uh podcast next next week or something if he's around
1: i'm sure he will do that have yourselves a fantastic weekend everybody we'll catch you right back here on monday Ciao. the omicron the omicron variant whatever they call it is here and no one has been hit harder than the owners of a little restaurant in west bend wisconsin
0: the family restaurant in wisconsin is trying to make the best of a bad situation the restaurant Named Omicron was started by Greek
1: immigrant brothers 50 years ago. I told you we should have named it Chlamydia. You don't listen. <laughs> hey, I read that New York City postal workers have been accused of stealing credit cards from the mail and spending nearly a million dollars on luxury items. That explains why the mailman tipped me for Christmas. I was wondering. <laughs> the makers of Miller Lite recently began offering drinkable Christmas ornaments. Oh, they're drinkable? What's inside them? Heineken?